What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Roll Blob Podcast, presented by the Roll Blob Podcast and brought to you by the Roll Blob Podcast. Fellas, my name's Cap. I don't know if you knew that. I'm here with Andy and Coop. Boys, how are we doing? Horny, horny, horny. Keeping it consistent. <laughs> thank, thank you for that uh, wonderful input there, Andy. How are we doing, Coop? You know what? I'm doing fine. Andy is living his best life right now. He's on uh, probably his third or fourth gulp of beer and completely wasted off of it, sitting in front of the dump trucks. And I can't wait for some silent laughs from Andy tonight. <laughs> it is great. Well, it is there's one right now. You don't get to see that at home, but just Andy just <laughs> chuckling and giggling, but you don't hear anything, just inaudibly losing it. Um, I'm hungover, um, and especially from content, and then some of the tournaments having so much fun, and to now having nothing um, other than Pelicans basketball versus a LeBron-less and AD-less Lakers team. Um, Andy, you're not hungover, I understand. No, because you cannot get hungover if you don't stop drinking. That is my motto. That's the way I live my life. Well said. I did appreciate the – you know, asking us or asking the people like, Hey, you know, if you like this so many times, I'll do the podcast drunk. while already being drunk. I definitely respected that. move. I was already wasted, but you know, why not get some <laughs> likes while you're at it? Well, then you had like a way to justify it. Like guys, Coop, Cap, like they told me to do it. You know what I mean? The people, the people, spoke. <laughs> the people wanted me to be drunk during this podcast. So here, here I am. They're getting Andy <laughs> drunk. I, it's I the importance of voting. I wasn't already drunk on a Tuesday. Yeah, the people made your decision for you. It wasn't your call. I definitely get that. Yeah, um, that was a lot to get into. I Just an, a content onslaught. I feel like one day of this would have been a content onslaught. So there is so much shit to get to. It's not even funny. But it is funny, though. Like a lot of funny shit. Um, there is a lot of shit, bro. A lot. I mean, we received a lot of oral, a lot more oral than we expected. And we get more oral this weekend. On our sweet <laughs> I know we wouldn't complain about that. Coop might complain about that a little bit. I mean, if you're getting well, if you're giving oral on a Sweet 16, I might question you at your age. Okay, that's the right thing to say. Correct. I say with that, let's get to the intro. That's perfect right there. We get to hear one shining moment, and we're just weeks away from hearing one shining moment, seeing all the videos. We're going to see some teams in one shining moment that we definitely did not expect to. Oral Roberts, Oregon State, the whole Conference of Champions, North Texas. We get to see Loyola in there again. It's going to be great. All the Crutwig I can get, Coop. Um, so Gabe brought this up to me. Crutwig looks exactly like a young big cat, a young Dan Katz. Yeah, I can't unsee yeah. it. <laughs> My favorite is Officer Farva from Super Troopers. But yeah, that, that was just all. so perfect. Oh, Everybody thought that. of that. I mean, it, I, I mean, talk that, to me if you had Crutwig getting the best of Cockburn. Like, I didn't have that. 
It's, it's hard to beat a good Cockburn. I mean, I have one every Saturday night, but the like, it really pains me that we can't have more Cockburn, but I was all for Dan Katz and Officer Farva just <laughs> owning Cockburn. Dude, he's got the look, bro. Like, it, I, those are just the things you live for, bro. Like, I see, I missed that on my initial assessment. I was thinking it was going to be John Passer in the face mask, but I didn't, I hadn't seen Cameron Crutwig and what he looked like or that name. I mean, does that name fit anyone better than Crutwig fits him? No, it's perfect. I think the best tweet I saw regarding him was when you have to play a game at 11 a.m. but manage an uh, advanced auto parts store at 2 p.m. <laughs> Dude, th- this is what's wild to me. He reminds me of, like, dudes from, like, the early 2000s when I was watching basketball because there would be dudes that looked like they were 40. Like, there'd be, like, legit, like, bald dudes yeah. in college. Like, he's one of those old school, like, he could legit be, like, 35 or 40. Oh, yeah. Like, he's not getting ID'd if he gets a beer. Like, he probably wasn't getting ID'd when he was 18. Right. Like, I see him and I see Jason Preston. I'm like, how are they even close in age? This is insane. Yeah. Preston looks like he's 16. Jason Preston looks like – my brother brought it up. Like, he reminds me of LaMelo Ball. Yeah. Yeah. At age age 15. LaMelo Ball wishes. Yeah. LaMelo Ball wishes. Absolutely. Right, no question. Um, it was just awesome, bro. Like, it was really cool to see Ohio do it. Not against Creighton. So, like, real quick, the most serious thing that we have is the Big East delivered. I think you can definitely say the Big East delivered. I didn't expect mm-hmm. it to not be UConn, uh, but Creighton, their first Sweet 16 since 1974. Uh, you take that to the bank. They're f- the fourth one in the Big East era, the new Big East era. I mean, it, it's been all newcomers, too. I mean, there's Villanova. Villanova's and, carrying yeah. the founders, and they really need to step it the fuck up. Because if they want to talk about how, like, the old Big East was this, this, and that, and, like, the Big East tournament is the biggest event in, the, in sports, no, like, you need to step it the fuck up because you have guys from the A-10, the Ohio Valley Conference, and the, and the Horizon League carrying y'all motherfuckers. <laughs> y'all motherfuckers. And you know, who, you know what's back, boys? Georgetown Slander is back. Georgetown Slander <laughs> oh, belongs yeah. in the NCAA. Man, Jesus Christ. Thanks for fucking I'm showing up. I'm all here up. for it. God. There was uh, something – it was uh, – since Oral Roberts is in the Sweet 16, they're the first 15 seed in the Sweet 16 since Florida Gulf Coast in 2013. And Florida Gulf Coast beat uh, two-seeded Georgetown to start the tournament that year. And uh, whenever I saw the highlights of it just recently, it was the most shocking thing wasn't Florida Gulf Coast winning. It was that Georgetown was a two-seed in the NCAA <laughs> tournament. Like, like this decade. Yeah, that that is jarring to see though because like there was a time even when I was a kid where Georgetown was still like a respected program like Roy Hibbert, Otto Otto Porter Jr. I think was on that team. Right, like they were still like not Georgetown, Georgetown, but they're still Georgetown, like two and three seats. Like they're still pretty fucking good. That is just not the Georgetown that we know. <laughs> we know Georgetown's paid so less no. in the Big East and somehow <laughs> fucking <laughs> wins not. it. The Georgetown we know has probably been. I mean, if you, you did power rankings from when the, like the new Big East started. Probably eighth or worst, if not ninth or worst or tenth or worst. Yeah, they'd be down there with, I mean, a notch above DePaul for sure. Yeah. But I mean, St. John's maybe down there, like not DePaul, the pain. Oh, Correct. got a plug, Andy? Eyes uh, looking emoji. So eyes looking emoji. Look, looking to the left. 
the Paul is zoning left. in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Narrator, he looks left. <laughs> <laughs> you're an idiot. Actually, yeah. the eyes. Yeah, yeah, when you tweet it, if you're looking at it, they're looking to your left, but those eyes are looking to its right. Actually, that's okay, a good so question. Looking right. Just think about it yeah. from like the computer's perspective, because they're looking into the computer or the phone, looking that direction. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But then again, an iPhone camera looks like reverses it. It's it, yeah, it's inverted. Yep. All right. So looking left, eyes looking left. DePaul is zoning in on Kenny Payne, former Louisville head coach and assistant coach. Fuck, I'm drunk, and former Knicks head coach. Because he is coming to DePaul, the pain, the PV, it's coming. DePaul's getting Rick Pitino confirmed. Oh, that's what I meant. <laughs> yeah, that'll work. Get it started. What? I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it. He'd be perfect for the demons, man. I'm telling you, he'd be perfect. Yeah, Rick Pitino, um, man. Did you hear what Rick Pitino said, though? He's like, yeah, if Coach Cal got a call, went to the NBA, and Kentucky called me and said, hey, do you want to be our – Basketball coach, I'd say, no, I'm completely fine at, at Iona. I'm done with big-time basketball. I'm like, yeah, right. That is the dumbest like, fucking thing I've ever fucking heard in my entire life. So he's the perfect like, no, coach for DePaul. He is, yeah. I mean, that's not big-time basketball, but it's a notch above Iona. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a notch above it's a notch above Sim, uh, like Simeon High School. That's not big-time? Yeah. Andy, we're not ready to talk about Simeon yet, okay? It's too soon. And, I mean, he's class of 2023. I mean, we're still waiting. <laughs> it's wild to me how much, like, Xavier's freaked out over that. When he's, like, a top 10 recruit. I'm like, yeah, we, we were not going to get yeah. him. Hey, hey, guys, he's going to Duke or Kentucky. We're not Duke <laughs> or Kentucky. Not, he was never going to Xavier. Like, we might have had a snowball's chance in hell, but, like, he was not going to go to Xavier. Yeah. And, like, uh, I, I guess we'll segue into the fact that CJ Wilcher is transferring from Xavier. It has been confirmed by – um, everybody and <laughs> including CJ Wilcher, including CJ Wilcher and his mother and his father, uh, and Adam Bomb and Adam Bomb. Okay, I guess more importantly, Adam Bomb, friend of the yes. podcast. But yeah, people are freaking the fuck. I guess there's no chance of us getting Simeon now. We are never getting Simeon. You're you're right. There's no chance. <laughs> Like we yeah, went- it would have been cool, and like that would have given us like maybe a three percent chance of right. getting Simeon if CJ had a good experience here. Right. But, but I mean, that was never gonna it happen. Wasn't it wasn't happening. There, there was no way that was happening. But I I respect the hope though. You know, I respect, always like, love the hope. But absolutely. Bash- we want more than just the, we want the five star guy so bad. Like Xavier yeah. wants the. They just want the five star guy. Just give me a five star. I, I want. I want to get over that hill. Get. I get over the hill of getting a five star. Not of that. course, Maybe. that was probably our best chance, but I mean, it was never <laughs> going to happen anyway. He was going to go to Kansas or Duke or Gonzaga or Kentucky. Like that shit was not happening. But I respect it. Or Oral Roberts. Or like yeah. a blue blood. Yeah. Yeah. Verified Oral Roberts. By the way. I mean, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Verified Oral Roberts, not unverified DePaul. How is that still a thing, dude? And, like, I, I mean, but shouts to DePaul, though, like a big equality piece. I mean, we've seen a lot of, like, you know, tough, you know, gender inequalities in the NCAA. How about DePaul? Verified women's account, unverified men account. Yeah, I think they're trying to send a message, and I think 
you're able to read between the lines, but the average person is not. DePaul's doing big things that we ignore on a daily basis and make fun of. I'm sure their their men's account just denied the verification. I'm I'm sure that I'm sure the men's account got verified and said no 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 no. We want the women's account to be verified because we mm-hmm. are about the equality. Like they're just right. like Cap. He denied the verification because he doesn't want me and Coop to feel like left Belittled out. Belittled and yeah, like yeah. Yeah, I'm clearly out here just dodging uh, official Twitter accounts. Like no 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 thanks. I'm I'm staying true to, to unverified gang, hundred percent. Unverified I mean, bad boys have a, a seven. I don't want it. Yeah, who needs an actual blue badge when you can just copy and paste the seven emoji from other Twitter accounts and put it next to your name and appear as if you're verified? Or be too dumb to not be able to figure out the seven. <laughs> That's eighty percent. I mean, I think it's one thing if you see it in the corner of your it's one thing if you see it and you're like, oh, okay, verified, and then like two seconds later, you're like, okay, it's fucking seven. But you'll have no dude, like I've heard at least like multiple at least three or four times, like, yeah, it was a ver- verified Twitter account. I'm like, dude, <laughs> like, come on. It was Marcus Walters. <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> like, Marcus. It was a, it was a seven emoji. <laughs> Let's not be too stupid. <laughs> Don't go uh, full Andy on Hey, hey. Hey, I've only fallen for it about 17 times. Good talk. Good it's not bad. Um, is there anything better in the tournament so far than the dancing emoji sunglass guys? No, not at all. And I, just where did that come from? Because if you like put me in a coma and then I woke up like 50 years later and you said, what year was this video made in? I would have said like, yeah, probably like 2008. 2004. Like, I don't know. Like, like it it's such a weird thing but i mean it's great and it's a new music video and like a trend and like some big time rappers are like rapping over the video of these guys dancing it's pretty cool there are some big rappers doing it. like and I, I actually got a message from greg gumbo today uh that it was specifically made for for andy's rap um so um that was what they yeah they had in mind and they're making a graphic Andy, Andy did rap? you see it by chance? And I did. I happened to see the video. I was going to bed. I was getting ready to go to sleep, shut my eyes, and then I get a notification saying I was mentioned in something like, oh, what the fuck is this? And mm-hmm. it was that video. Like, here's uh, the music video for Andy's rap that I forgot about. And I'm like, oh, fuck. God damn it. God damn it, I don't Cap. Know. I don't know how you could forget about it. It was a true work of art. It was inspiring. And I have it very conveniently saved on my favorites on my phone, the screen recording with the audio attached to both of your verses. And I, it's a helpful tool that I knew would come in handy at some point. And there it was with the animated dudes with si- with like three quarters sideways hats you know, just like the two, like the early two thousands, which is not cool anymore. And I'm pretty sure they did like TikTok dances. <laughs> That's what yeah, we got to get Andy on next TikTok. <laughs> Correct. I'm already on TikTok, I would, bro. I want I you to. I want you to be the guy doing the dances. I'll get on that. 
Hell yeah. Just you, you got the sunglass plug already, so. Yeah, I mean, I already have good sunglasses and good underwear. So log on to nakedunderwear.com and uh, put in the promo code ANDYFIX17, get 40% off for free shipping. And get something Never nice. We don't kink yet. shame here. <laughs> we really don't kink shame. Honestly, to, to get the link, just go to the Roblox Pod link tree and click OnlyFans. Honestly. <laughs> Dude, that shit killed me. <laughs> That shit killed me. Could we legitimately start an OnlyFans and put foot pictures up and make some coin? This is my question. I mean, honestly, if you, if you hear this, tell us. Reply yes. Just reply to the tweet with this episode and just say yes. And if we get if we get ten yeses, we'll make an OnlyFans. Yeah, yes that's true. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, and we can take special requests and stuff like. I don't know. Maybe you want like the blue blob on like someone's sole of their foot. Like we'll do it if if the money's right. Like we'll do it. We'll do it, literally anything for money within reason. And if it's slightly out of reason, we'll do it for a little bit more money. I Nothing's think off about limits. Cameos for six ninety nine. If, if people are willing to give us any sort of money for any sort of task, I think we should all. Yeah, we're all down for it. I'm not one to turn down money. If we were getting six ninety nine a pop per cameo, I would literally do them all day. I would just do cameos for yeah. twelve months a day. Should we start a cameo yeah. now? <laughs> I think we have to. We're getting out I, there. Uh, I don't think cameo is happy with me. I think you guys can do cameos though. Wait, are Why you could- flagged on cameo? No, at uh. I'll talk about it off off the podcast. I was say, what, what could he possibly have done? We got a scoop. Well, it wasn't me. I let a friend use my billing information, and he abused it and used my name to do something that benefited him. So, yeah. Any, anyways, back on topic. <laughs> That's big time. Bracket, <laughs> how's everybody's bracket doing? <laughs> Not big time. Not big time, man. I had Ohio State in my in my final four. I failed my goal of Same. getting every single game wrong, and I've only I've gotten four right though, so I'll take that. Uh, dude, I love that stat though. That like the guy got like I think it was like ninety four brackets after the first round that had every single game wrong. Dude, that's awesome. How do you get every? How do you pick <laughs> Oral? How do you pick Ohio State and like sixteen seeds? It's in the same bracket. Well, see, my, my, my favorite thing was with the fact that uh, – so a couple of years ago, in 2018, someone got every first-round pick wrong, and they still picked Virginia to beat UMBC. Jesus Christ. That was oh, the only no. one thing they picked to win, and they got everyone oh, wrong. That's How awful. is that even possible? What's tougher to do, getting every game wrong or every game right? Every game wrong. That's tough. Right, okay, so yeah. it's every game wrong – Every game wrong is tougher if you pick one one seed to win. And I think – and that guy did it. <laughs> that's, that's fucking I mean, awesome. I mean, think about it too because there were perfect brackets up until – at least on ESPN up until Ohio beat Virginia. But I, if you wanted to incorrectly pick every game, you would have had to have like picked, yes, Ohio State beats Oral Roberts. But <laughs> you'd also have to pick like – you know the the upsets too like 
or reverse that. I don't know. Like, or you, you'd you'd have to pick like um, Syracuse. Uh, oh fuck, Texas beats North Te- or Abilene Christian. I wonder. Yeah. I think getting an imperfect yeah. bracket is, is easier, but it is an interesting like thought process. Like that is is a tough way to look at it. Like that'd be insane if someone could get a completely imperfect bracket. That'd be so dope. Well, it's, it's like the teacher that gives you 100% if you get every true and false right, um, question wrong. Right. Because <laughs> you clearly know what's going to happen. You clearly <laughs> you know what's know the right. Answer. You're just intentionally yeah. getting it wrong. Right. You have to know the answer to get them all wrong. Yeah, that's impressive. I just thought that's like, I mean, a funny concept. Like, I would love if ESPN did, like, you know, they do, like, the million or whatever if you get them all right. I would love to see them do, like, 100,000 if you get them all wrong. <laughs> That'd be hey, awesome. Yeah. ESPN, you're clearly listening to this. I mean. <laughs> Why wouldn't you be? I mean, why would you not be listening to the Roblox podcast presented by the Roblox podcast? Powered by the Roblox podcast. <laughs> I love the Michigan State's like nothing to see here. Just normal practice. Nothing, nothing crazy there. School's just all so, the time. Can we talk about the fact that UCLA's toughest game so far was the playing game? Yeah, we can't yeah. talk about that. They're not playing. Like, that's what's wild. Everyone's giving Nick so much credit. And, like, yeah, they made it. They beat the teams in front of them. But, like, bro, Abilene Christian second round. Like, come on. Uh, I mean, yeah. and the fact that BYU was their first round match. Everybody knew BYU was losing. They're terrible. BYU sucks. They're a bad basketball yeah. team. Overseeded for sure. But, like, yeah. I mean, again, they, they got past Michigan State. They got past the playing game. I give them credit. They – like we, we took credit for the fact that game. it was their toughest game. Yeah, it was, yeah, by a mile. Uh, it wasn't even clo- like that. Michigan State in the play-in game was their toughest game so far. <laughs> uh, that's that's what's wild the, to say. What's the obsession though with Pep Cronin, Mick's dad? It's like they cannot take the camera off of him. It's like uh, UCLA hits a three. And it's like, here's Mick's dad reacting to it. And it's just him, like, doing a little <laughs> clap. It's like, and, like, the thing is, yeah. like, Juseng and, and Hawkes have played awesome. They oh, have they been are. incredible. And they keep showing Mick's dad. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny because, like, Dan Cronin's there. And, like, Dan will get hyped up. And then Hep will be like – Like, he'll, like, get – yeah. like, his dad on the shoulder. And Hep will just, like, look at him like, why why touch him? Yeah. Like, like, Very yeah. stoic. Stop. You're not important here. Hep is not having a good time. Like, he just does not look – like, he's not, like, expressive at all. Like, not even a little bit. I'm, I'm sure you listen no. to the – I'm sure you listen to Titus and Tate. He's like, why is my son the coach at UCLA? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a weird vibe, dude. My brother and I did an over and under, uh, I think for the Abilene game, a five and a half Hep Cronins, and there was, like, seven. They love Oh, yeah. Team. Yeah, take a shot every time you see Hep Cronin. It's like, I mean, <laughs> like, why is his dad so important? Like, because one, I mean, Mick's doing a much higher than expected job, and the players are playing incredible. Why are they showing Mick's dad? <laughs> and they have a dude that looks like a fucking musketeer, which is great. Wild. I bet <laughs> he, he hates it. Yeah. <laughs> He's definitely the most musketeer-looking guy in all of college basketball by a mile. By a fucking country mile. I love it. <laughs> I got like a bunch of ants about that. Like he doesn't like a musketeer. He does. I bet, Dude. I bet he eats Mikolai. Dude, talking about your ants, like you've been on fire recently. Yeah. I went into the tournament with the goal to have every team that wins have something to tweet about, but I didn't want to force it. 
You know what I mean? And it's just fucking random shit too. Um, but Twitter's been fucking fun, dude. I got, I mean, I had eyes on every single game. Like I had a fucking NCAA tournament bubble. Like, like Julie was just making snacks. Like I haven't eaten more in a four day period than this four day period. Like not even close. Like I was eating the entire time and I had eyes on every single game. Like it was all we did. So what you're saying is you were sitting there watching and Julie was sitting there cooking for you. Now. Okay. Now that sounds bad. She can cook. I mean, this is not looking good with all the hot that I'm, I'm clearly I'm not a Nepal fan. I mean, clearly women's rights. Yeah. Uh, no, she can whip some shit up in a hurry. Like she would get shit done pretty much before all the games. And Julie's a good cook. She's really good. I asked her. I honestly asked her to stop. I was like, I'm fucking stuffed. Like I don't need any more food. She's like, okay, I'm making cheesecake. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it was insane. Literally, I was on every single game. My, my, uh, my favorite tweet of yours was after Maryland lost. Maryland lost. Where are the turtles? <laughs> <laughs> SVP was dying, bro. Bro, my W of the entire weekend was getting a like from Detlef Shrimp. Hey, dude, what the fuck, man? That was awesome. Well, some dude added him and Detlef Shrimp liked it. I was like, let's fucking go. Yeah, that I think that's what got my energy up because – I was, I'm not going to lie. I was dragging the whole weekend just because it was just like a lot of basketball. You know what I mean? Like it's a lot. It was super fun. But like after I got the deadlift like, there's definitely like a deadlift boost. You get a deadlift like and there's just some kind of adrenaline rush from a deadlift shrimp like. Two of them actually, two deadlift likes. Well, it was, a, it was a like of a reply and then a like of your tweet, right? Yeah, and then I followed him and I have his notifications on. So I'm probably – Oh, gonna be, perfect, yeah. I'm probably going to be retweeting deadlift. So you're, you're really – you're. Truly, he's truly one of like the 120 p- people you actually follow. <laughs> and then I found a clip of uh, Frank Caliendo impersonating Bill Walton talking about deadlift shrimp. So that made me laugh. Dude, Bill Walton is killing it. Oh my god! Is there anyone glowing up harder than Bill Walton right now? Dude, I, I, mean, like make, I make fun of Bill Walton a lot, but he has been dead on. He looks like the smartest it's, guy on the planet, without question. Is the conference of champions? <laughs> Literally dark. Okay, can yeah. we talk about how we need a big versus cock challenge? Oh, 100%. Andy, that, that was a great tweet, I have to say. Because when I first read it, I'm like, what is he talking about? And then I'm like, wait, COC Conference of Champions. Like, that's my immediate thought after, like, giving it a second. And I'm like, that's a, that is a great idea. The big cock challenge presented <laughs> by... Cap Industries? That'll work. Step aside, Rocket Morgan. <laughs> Step aside, Rocket Morgan. <laughs> Step the fuck aside. I mean, it was just tough watching regular announcers call a Pac-12 game at like midnight. I was like, it's just, yeah, it's, just it's not right. Not right no. at all. I mean, no, I'm a fan. Now, speaking of Bill Walton, though, did you see that Dennis Stew tweet today? The fuck is he smoking? I mean, oh, with the yeah, with the like reverse psychology and yeah, I mean he's, about he's on the next shit. level. We we will never be on the level that that yeah. Doctor Rock is on. We can't we can't hope to understand just the complexity of his thoughts. We just have to follow along and know that he knows a lot more than we do. He's on a special spiritual journey, without question. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's fucking steady still. Bring up Denny Stu. Denny Stu won his blob tournament matchup with a 69%. The perpetually horny bracket, the name that the the guy that that bracket was named after, 
one was 69%. And he's Xavier class of 69, I believe, is he not? Yes. Yes, I will refuse I, I be- to believe anything else. Other than the fact that I he's- believe he act- I believe he factually is class of 69. I- I'm like 99. I will I'm ask like him right now. Yeah, go ahead and ask. Him. I'll literally send um, him right now. Yeah, you talk about going in with momentum. That is that's my new pick to win it all right there. I mean, that just shows they're they're clicking on all cylinders right now. But the we bracket's gotta- been awesome, dude. A ton of uh interaction from the bracket. I I've been busy. I I might need some help, guys. Like, <laughs> it's been exhausting. There have been times where I've been drunk as shit. Like, oh shit, I'm running a tournament right now, and then put out a new matchup. <laughs> and like, re- you're doing great, Andy. Though, and, and I really appreciate the the validation, guys, of all the work that I've been doing. With yeah, it. Let's, let's pat him on the back, but not actually help him. <laughs> yeah, you're doing great, to you, Andy. You're doing great. Uh, yeah, keep up the good work, please. <laughs> oh, shit. But, dude, it, but it's hard to get caught up, though, because, like, you'll retweet everything, and I'm like, I don't know where we're at. Yeah, like, I, mean, I, I retweet. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to retweet. I'm going to retweet everything because, like, I want, I want everybody to get excited. I want everybody to get an interaction with it. I want, like, as much exposure to this tournament as possible. And you're just trying to get everyone excited. I want everybody to get yep. erect about it. <laughs> Within legal boundaries. Or illegal boundaries. Because I can't, well, see, I can't see much. Well, right, okay. If you want to have sex with the thought of this tournament, then I'm cool with it. In all seriousness, we do appreciate everybody voting, everybody retweeting and sharing and uh, taking part of it. I think it's really cool just like people connecting with other accounts that maybe they didn't follow previously. And like, I know there's a few accounts that I didn't know about that are in the bracket that got nominated. I'll check out their account, you know, putting out good stuff. So it's kind of cool just to see like the whole fan base just kind of come together about something. Obviously we're not in the tournament, so there's nothing really like Xavier related going on other than transfers and off season news. Yeah. That, that we can really talk about on a daily basis though. So it's something to like have a little bit of excitement about. We'll make a it cool graphic cool have, for whoever wins. It is cool to have something for Xavier people to get excited about because like, I definitely understand like, it's just not, not a great basketball time in general. So it is cool to have something like Xavier wise. It's like something to get excited about something to have fun with. And it, it really seems like it's, it's, it's really picking up steam. The fact that like, and I've gotten, I've gotten a few DMS about like how, how much fun it is. And I mean, people are retweeting and quote tweeting it about like how, and they, people, people have been giving legitimate like um, coach comparisons, like they're actually coaching a team, you know, winning four minute wars. And I know that's, I know that's tickling your fancy for sure. It does. Like as a coach myself, like I preach, I preach four minute wars all day and it, it really hits me home. I love it. Win the war, win the game. Win the ball, win the game. Um, boys, any more talk before we get to our next thing? Do we want to go Xavier next or just more random bullshit? How about we talk, we Xavier talk about we, Xavier? How about we go into Xavier next before we talk about more random bullshit? Um, so I, I don't think we t- touched on military leaving yet. I think we might have. Um, a little there, bit. There's just so much. Yeah, we did. A little bit. Happened. But Ben Johnson is on his way to Minnesota. Just Great pretty hire. significant news. Um, I I was shocked, honestly. Like, 
that's a huge jump. Xavier's I was shocked it was Minnesota. I wasn't shocked he got a head coaching job. I was shocked he got a head coaching job. I'm completely honest with you. Um, I think Minnesota was the only power conference team that he had a shot at to get a head coaching job right away at. Um, that's just me being completely honest. But, like, that's a huge jump, man. Like, Xavier assistant to Big Ten head coach. And the Big Ten is the strongest conference in the in the country right now. Damn outside right of the Pac-12. <laughs> I did – all right, random bullshit. I did see a tweet that was, like, conferences that have a different amount of teams than their conference says were, like, 12 and 12 or something like that. And then conferences – 13 to 13. Had, yeah, thank mm-hmm. you. And then, like, conferences that had exactly how many conferences – how many teams are in their conference were, like, 9 and 0 or something crazy. <laughs> Eight, no, come on, get and your that, tweets right. All right, fuck you, Andy. <laughs> and that was uh, – Whatever the numbers were, that was tweeted by that James. Uh, I don't, I don't know his last name. His name's James. H. It was that guy. All James is that guy that had won on the like a ton of money on uh, Jeopardy. Sports okay. better guy. Yeah. Thank you, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thank you, Jimmy. Good, good stats in the Big East. Fuck yeah! My dog had so much good sex in the LA tournament. Like literally, like we had a TV on the ground and he was just fucking in front of it the entire time. What was like Creighton playing by chance or Villanova at least? Oral UConn. It was actually during the or- or Oregon State game. Uh, he really fired it up. Okay. Yeah. Well, you saw Beavers. Okay. Can we, can we talk about how you didn't say Beavers? <laughs> uh, can we talk about the fact that Hinkle broke again? God, yeah. What else is new? It's like not surprising at this point. Dave's tweet was good, Andy. Nice work. Oh. Thank yeah. you, thank you. I appreciate that. Good tweet, good tweet. Hinkle breaks more for the record. Hinkle won that tweet. Hinkle uh, won that over Mickey D's ice cream machine, seventy to thirty. It's such a dump. Like Rick was right. Rick trashed it, and it's such a dump. Rick Brewing. It's, it's here's, such a here's terrible what, arena. Here's what we're gonna do. The three of us. I have one reflective vest. I'll buy you each reflective vest and we're going to go into Hinkle next year um, and we are going to act like we're with like some inspection crew and we're going to take photos of every poorly built and poorly operated aspect of Hinkle Fieldhouse and say that like we have to report it to the NCAA or something. We have to get the water fountain in there. Yeah, Yeah and the clock like the clock doesn't ever work it's the buckets like zip wired to the rafters to catch water. I gotta get I mean, the roof. Surprising. We can figure that out. It's it's just more surprising when a game is played without issue at Hinkle than it is when something just goes wrong to delay it. Correct. <laughs> Correct. I, I do like that covert operation though. Uh, sneaking in, <laughs> Cap Industries getting the scoop. Um, if anything, we can make a call to Marcus Walters see if he wants to help us get that scoop too. Um, but sneaking in, yeah. get some video. I'm serious. I think we can do it. You can do so much with a reflective vest. You can close streets. <laughs> that is correct. I, everyone knows that. You can do a lot with a reflective vest. Um, but back on to Xavier talk here. I mean, Johnson obviously goes to Minnesota. And great for him. That's a huge W for Ben Johnson. That's, huge for, um, that's a huge W for Ben Johnson. Huge W for Xavier. It's like, it's a great, it's a great win all around. But Wisconsin, like Michigan, fuck. Minnesota. Minnesota. I'm drunk, guys. I'm drunk. It's shuffling through the Midwest states. All right. Minnesota, go Gophers. 
They got they got themselves a really good one. He's a great recruiter. They got a, a really good player developer, and just a great guy all, all around. Like people want to be around him. And he was probably. I mean, they got a good there. one, but I mean, it was. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, he was probably sitting there. This is this is not going to be worth interrupting you for. It's just going to be a stupid pun. But Ben Johnson was probably sitting there, uh, debating like, "Hey, should I go to Minnesota and take the head coaching job?" And his wife probably said, "Go for it." <laughs> that was anyways, worth it. <laughs> that was worth it. Anyways. Way better than what I was cooking. <laughs> Way better. <laughs> well, Definitely hats off to him, though. But um, I brought it up in uh, one of the group chats. But um, what do you guys see? Do you think anyone transfers with that? He was a recruiter for, well, Kiki Tandy and Colby Jones and Zach Fremantle. And he knew that, like, literally off the top of his head. Like, I, someone asked who he recruited, and Andy, like, in one millisecond, it's like Jack Freeman on Colby Jones. It's like, okay, that's not a normal thing to just instantly know. But do you think anyone follows him to Minnesota? I personally don't think so, Maybe I don't, unless it's Kiki. But I think Freeman and like Colby are staying. I could definitely see, since Kiki's already um, answered the transfer portal, I think that'd be a great destination for him. Like it's familiarity. It's a new, it's a new um, environment and like a new fan base to get behind him. And, you know, he doesn't have a bunch of people in front of them, in front of him. As far as Fremantle and Colby, I really don't think so. I think they're in really good spots here. I mean, Fremantle seems to love and embrace the big East and Colby is growing as he is. And he's already made a name for himself in the big East. I really don't see him going elsewhere so Kiki's the only one I see going to Minnesota out of here he's the only one that's going to go for it yes (laughs) I think if you had somebody who he recruited that was in a more shaky spot then maybe but I think with like Colby and Fremantle for example like they're in such good spots I just don't see that being the case Um, but man I mean what a win for Ben Johnson though I mean like yeah like I mean Minnesota you can make your case I mean their mentions were a nightmare you talk about our mentions they were not super stoked. And, well, I mean, but, like, I get it from their perspective. Like, I mean, he's not the biggest name in the world, but he didn't really do much. At, like, Xavier wasn't super successful when he was here. So, like, I kind of get it, honestly. I mean, and I thought Richard Patino was a good coach. Like, yeah, I thought he had a pretty good stretch at Minnesota. See, I think I mean, Ben Johnson, he's not, he's, not a, he's not the sexiest pick, but he's the right pick. Because – I mean, we'll see. I he's, mean, already showed, he's already shown he's a good recruiter. He's a good player developer because he worked with our guards. Look how much better our guards got this year. CJ Wilson, oh, yeah. Colby Jones, Dwan Odom. Like those are just three examples to just put them over the edge. Like you see how much better they got. And, and he's like he's already shown that he can bring great recruits because he got Zach Fremantle mm-hmm. and Kiki Tandy and um Colby Jones. Those are Colby Jones, three, yeah. great ex- three great examples there. And the endorsements from all the people who coached with him and came to him, came to play with him at, in Minnesota, like they spoke out for him. I think if you're a Minnesota fan, if you're a Gopher fan, you should be excited as hell just based on those three alone. Mm-hmm. We've all we've always and- known as Xavier fans that he was going to be a head coach somewhere. Was did we always think it was going to be at a big time power conference? 
no, but it's not shocking that he got this job. Yeah, that's and I didn't hear of, I mean, that's, yeah. I didn't hear of any former Minnesota players saying, "Hey, this is an F minus hire." So I think he's probably in pretty good shape. I think so too. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I know he's super plugged in in Minnesota, and they love him there. And like, that was a huge draw for him coming to Xavier. Is like he was so plugged in with the Minnesota crew. And I know he was a wasn't he an assistant on Patino, if I'm not mistaken, before he came to Xavier. He was he was an assistant at Minnesota uh, before it became before he came to Xavier. We drew him from his alma mater. He was like their main recruiter, and like that was such a huge get. So it's not like completely shocking because he and Hayes were huge gets for Xavier for like a brand new staff at Xavier, like to get two dudes that were really highest highly esteemed from their alma maters. Like that, those were huge gets. Um, I thought there was a chance. I didn't even really think about it as a possibility. To be really honest with you, like I don't know if I'm Minnesota and I'm losing Richard Patino. I don't know if that was plan A. I also know it was pretty cost effective. Um, and I do think Ben Johnson's really good. I guess just from a Xavier perspective, I wasn't that worried about losing assistance because we haven't really been that good. You know what I mean? Like, I remember, like, Max last two or three or four years. Like, every year I was like, oh, shit. Like, we could easily be losing Luke Murray or, you know what I mean? Like, Mike McGee's. But honestly, I've been like, we haven't even been fucking good. So I wasn't really expecting to lose anybody, but that's a huge win for him. And I think he's going to be good. I just think that there's a lot to figure out. Like I thought Steele was going to be good right away. You know, like there's still a lot to figure out, but he's super plugged in up there. Um, and I, I wish him the best. I, and that's a huge win for him. Huge win. I, I, th- I don't think it was like what, when, from what I've heard from Rick and anybody on Minnesota's board that I've been reading uh, is the fact that I don't think he was the guy when they, sort of reaching out to people. I don't think that was their, he was their top choice, but they were so blown away by the interview that they're like, this is, this is it. Like he impressed them that much. They're like, all right, we got to run with this guy. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and yeah. I, I would say that interviewing is different than coaching. Um, and there's still a lot to figure out. Oh, for out. sure. But, uh, but no, but anyway, big win for him though. And uh, it's yeah. interesting to see what Xavier's going to do. Um, I, I think some of like the obvious people that jumped off the page were, like, obviously, uh, you know, Luke Murray jumped off the page immediately because he was right off, you know, right at Xavier a few years ago, um, just got let go at, at Louisville. Um, anyone else, like, kind of, like, making, like, those obvious candidates, like, in your head, like, anything that's, like, maybe sticking out to you? Mark Few. Of course. <laughs> Brad Stevens. Billy Donovan. Uh, Archie Miller. <laughs> yeah. Sean Miller. That's <laughs> all. We're going to bring him back. Greg Marshall. Um, yeah, we knew we definitely need some Greg Marshall and we need to toughen these well, guys he up. He got the Charles Barkley endorsement. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> he liked him. But in all seriousness, I think um I mean Luke Murley is obviously tops off the dome. Uh I mean I've heard a lot of people throw James Posey out there. Darnell yeah. Williams did endorse that. Um and also I've thought about Darnell Williams himself. So it would just depend on if Posey wants Posey would have to be interested at all. And yeah. mm-hmm. I take Steele as someone who's like really methodical with his coaching decisions. Like I have a feeling like he was already planning ahead and probably has something in mind already. Um, I think it's going to be a name that we're not thinking of right now. I think it's going to be like Steele doing his homework and it being like a name that's not obvious. That's just my opinion. Um, but that stuff's interesting though. I mean, I'd love to have Posey around for sure. It'd be dope. Um, Which, but I, I don't know if he has interest in coaching college. You know what I mean? Like that's just going from the NBA to college is such a, you have to really want to be in college. I feel like. Yeah. Like, oh like, yeah. Like Kenny Payne. 
<laughs> Correct. But it'll be interesting. I mean, I mean, it's, it's, it's a big hire. I mean, like everything with Xavier right now is win now mode. Um, and I don't know if that's going to impact his decision at all or what I would much rather not be in win now mode. I'd much rather make like a better long-term decision, but like you just have to be like, you have to be real with yourself. Like steel has to win now. Like, and I'm sure he knows that too. Like you got to make decisions right now that are helping to win next year. Like you have to. Yeah, I don't know if he's, like, looking at a recruiting aspect. I personally right. been looking at an actual coaching aspect because the recruiting's been fine. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, James Posey, to me, would be a more of a recruiting, uh, like, decision. But I think he needs to go for a good future head coach, like Leighton Schrand. I think, I think that's what he's going to do. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think he's going to get – I don't think it's going to be, like, one of those, like, splash hires. I think it's going to be, like, a – like a makes sense for college basketball reasons higher. That's just me. Yes. Yeah. And like, we probably have never heard of the guy he's going to hire and that's okay. Cause I mean, yeah, honestly, can, can we honestly say that we've heard of Jonas Hayes or um, Ben Johnson before we, no, they got hired not. here and no. look where that, look where that headed. Yeah. We'll be able to judge the hire after it's made. And I think look into that kind of stuff. Also Matt Graves moved on as well, who was a special assistant, which, which yields the question, like, could we be a three headed special assistant? I think. I think that'd be the great, the best hire possible. I mean, right. we, we've cleared like mm-hmm. all three of us, especially me have shown to be very level headed and um, been able to keep people under control. So yeah. well, I mean, it's, it is a special assistant, Andy. So, I mean, kind of a perfect fit. I'm pretty and special. the thing too, like okay, a head coach is in a referee's ear all game long. That's not going to make the referee want to call anything in your favor, right? The referee doesn't care if a special assistant to the head coach or <laughs> whatever you want to call it is in their ear saying, "Hey, I'm going to hit you with your blind stick." Like that's not going to face him. He's not even going to make eye contact with you. So. I think we've said this before. You're Travis Steele's angry translator. That will be your role. Cap and I will do whatever. Well, if we all have to like get in a trench coat and like we take turns, who's I don't want to say who's top and who's bottom, but who's top and who's bottom? And, what, whatever. We don't kink shame. Um, They'll threaten you yeah, at a good I, time. I think we should at, at least. <laughs> I think we should at least put in a collective resume. Uh, so, what, what should our name be? Uh, ACC, Andy Capcoop. It should be like you know how like we had three, uh, Big East Player of the Years, and I just combined their yeah. names. Like I think like, hmm. Colin Robinson, like Mamu or whatever. Like we should just make our names. Like we should combine our name, push our names together. Anson Lefford. Yeah, like it could yeah, be like Jason Lefford or like Andy. Like I don't know. Andy Myerillo, I don't fucking know. Coop, I don't know. We'll figure something out. Cooper Myerillo. Led- yeah, okay. Cooper Meyer Coop. Lidvo. I don't know. We'll figure, oh, yeah. we'll figure it out. We have yeah. some time to think. Yeah, we'll workshop it. We'll- I don't want to force it. We'll workshop it. But I like where your guys' heads are at already. Right. Yeah, everybody, send us send us suggestions what our three-headed monster of a special assistant should be. <laughs> Had me a three-headed monster, Andy. Uh, any other topics that we are needing to talk about right now? Like, I don't even like. There's so much shit that's happening. I don't even know where to fucking go. I mean, someone suggested Blobcoin, and I love that. Uh, Apex sixty four suggested Blobcoin. I will always take payment in Blobcoin. Blobcoin to the moon, and with enough Blobcoins, we could hire Rick Carter to be on the staff once a year. 
have we not talked? We talked about just former like Xavier assistants that we should bring oh, in, yeah. like Rick Carter to Cintas, baby. Yeah, that's an oversight on my part. That is definitely the people for Rick Carter. I mean, the movement's happening right now. I'd love to have Rick Carter back, mostly for personal interest. I mean, yeah, but I mean, that's part of it. Like we tweeted, we love a good agenda. Rick Carter being on the Xavier <laughs> staff would, without a doubt, benefit our agenda that we're pushing. And I mean, I think it, in all honesty, yeah, it'd be a great hire. If you want to make us happy, hire Rick Carter because we'd have a huge in. We it would just be like, what I, it's about fan happiness. I, that's what I thought. I thought that their entire goal is just to make the Robot podcast happy. That's what Steele said when he first got hired. Like, there's going to be a podcast one day called the Roblox Podcast. Our goal (laughs) is to get them excited, to get them horny. Dude, if if they hire Rick Carter, like, for real, like, we would have unprecedented access and so many nuggets. Like, man, that would be awesome. We'd we'd have enough nuggets to open up a Wendy's. This is really making me motivated for TBT because – all right, we got to go undefeated in TBT, show off Carter's uh, coaching acumen, and then straight to straight to X, all get special assistant. You know what I mean? Coop, Meyer, Picarillo is going to get uh, get special assistant gig, and then, you know, the coaching career is off the, off the races from there. And he's already got enough of a resume, I feel like. I mean, yes, I did yeah. get hired. Like, So I have my 7th and 8th grade basketball resume. I did just get hired as an AAU coach. So like, oh, I think congrats. the resume is building up. Oh, well, thank you, man. I appreciate that. Hey, Rick, on this podcast, told you it is seriously all about who you know. Yeah, so I, I think I'm taking the Rick Carter path. Like, so, I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. He followed that by saying you're I not, mean, a, you're that not too. a shark. Coach Dave. Yeah, you, you got to start somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> I respect it. It, it, it's all getting rolling, but it's going to get more rolling if we get Rick Carter back to Centos. We need Rick Toss back. <laughs> so everyone email Rick Travis Steele. I almost said Mike Babinski. E- email. <laughs> that is not the athletic director. He is not Mike Babinski anymore. That's Purdue's. You know, matter of fact, just go ahead and email Purdue's athletic director, Mike <laughs> Babinski, and tell them you want Rick Carter at Xavier. That'd be great. <laughs> I don't get the job done. It can't hurt. It literally, it can't hurt your chances words getting out there you know <laughs> there's a 50 50 chance rick carter will be on the staff next year and i'm excited about it that's what it makes me sleep well it's 50 50 yeah <laughs> it's still my favorite i love that it's true Logic, just baby. like 50 50 chance you have a perfect bracket right now <laughs> you either do or you do not it's a 50-50 chance. There's a 50-50 chance that Oral Roberts wins the national championship. They either will or will not. It is literally a flip of the coin for 16 teams in the NCAA tournament, and that's what's so exciting about it. Each team having a one-in-two chance that they win the national championship. <laughs> you literally don't know what's going to happen. Unless you got every game wrong. Unless, yeah. yeah. Now that'd they be like exactly. flipping that'd be like flipping a coin sixty-four times and it being tails every single time and you're betting on heads. Like the odds <laughs> of that, I mean they're 50-50, but still that's just <laughs> insane. 
You have a 50-50 shot to get an imperfect bracket, Coop. You have a 50-50 chance to be wrong every single time, yeah. So you're telling me 70% of the time it works every time? Uh, 50% of the time you're going to be wrong 50% of the time is what I'm that saying. I'm, I'm tracking it, that a lot. Sorry. It makes sense if you don't think about it. If it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. What if you think about it 50% of the time? It'll make sense roughly half, half the time. Okay. That sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> roughly half. Andy, take a piss time. right now. Dude, we got oh, all got to piss. I got to piss. I got heartburn like the Dickens. Andy's drunk as shit. I think we covered all our shit unless you guys have anything else you want to talk about. I think we've covered it. Um, Let's piss about it. Yeah. Andy, it was a nice airplane uh, down to send us off. What? Not a moment too soon, Andy's (laughs) angry.